Welcome to another episode of Trans Confessions. I am your host, Jinx, and I'm here to take you through a little bit of a journey on my trans confessions. So what do you say we get started? Unfortunately, my co-host Daphne is not able to be here with us today. She has other obligations as far as the businesses that we run that she's taking care of today in my stead. So we're sorry she can't be here, but we also completely understand. We got some pretty interesting topics for today's show. As you can see, the title of today's show is, uh, God's not here, man. So first topic of discussion today, if you weren't really aware, um, is organized religion sucks. And we're going to be talking about Pastor Gregory Locke and what a complete and utter douchebag this person actually is. But at least it's keeping with the consensus of most pastors in American Christianity and organized religion. The next topic we're going to talk about is kind of going into the Freedom Trackers in Canada, what's going on up there, some of it actually spilling over into the United States, um, and kind of what you're seeing on the political left and the political right. Obviously, both sides of the political spectrum have to talk about this, um, much to our dismay. And of course, they're they're really trying to polarize it. So you've got comedians that are literally espousing state media. And we're going to go into that too, just kind of talk about that. Um, and the last thing is we're going to revisit my trans kind of manifesto, what I wrote for myself, what it started as kind of like, here's how I'm going to operate as I transition into becoming my real person, my real self, uh, kind of ended up sounding a lot like a transgender declaration of independence. So we are definitely going to talk about that as well. Now, moving on, obviously, our show currently is sponsored by Rainbow Connection Broadband. So Rainbow Connection Broadband is, as far as I am aware, the only disabled combat veteran woman-owned and LGBTQIA plus-owned small business that specifically provides high-speed internet anywhere in the United States. So please give their website a visit. It's www.rcbroadband.net. Tell them I said hi. Tell them that I sent you there and just check out what they offer. If it's not for you, rest assured, they understand. when you're not doing that, definitely go to my website. All my social media profiles are on my website. Um, you can find most of my contact information on my website as well. You can find all kinds of information, my phone number, my email, ways to get a hold of me. If you need cybersecurity expertise, if you need someone to come for a women or an LGBTQ plus speaking engagement, definitely reach out. Put some time in my calendar. I am happy to assist you with anything that you need. This show, Trans Confessions, is on every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, except for this upcoming Wednesday. We will not be broadcasting Wednesday the 23rd because I have to go pick up my mother from the airport and go get Mama Jinx. So you all get a chance to meet Mama Jinx at some point. You can say hi to her, and hopefully she'll have some messages and encouraging words for all of you as well. But other than that, normally my shows are Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, at 11.30 Central Standard Time. You can catch me live. If not, you can always see all of my podcasts, all of my live views on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or just go to the website. They're listed very easy to find right there along with the menu item that says social, radio, and news. When you're there, please sign up for the newsletter. You'll get notified whenever there's a brand new broadcast. You'll get notified every time we've got a brand new news article coming out 
or any major events that we put out on the calendar. Also, as an update, coming really, really soon, the CyberJinx merch store. You'll be able to buy shirts, hats, pins, lapels, whatever you want. Give me an idea. We'll create something fun. We'll put it out there. All right. So moving right on. Let's kind of get started with our stuff today. I'm going to go ahead and put our website up there real quick. Cyberjinx.me. That's cyberjinx.me. You can also go to cyberjinx.net, cyberjinx.org, cyberjinx.com. They're all going to take you to the same place, which is cyberjinx.me. So definitely check us out. Say hello, shoot me an email, leave me a voice message, whatever. Sorry. Heartburn today. It's quite terrible. <laughs> so let's kind of move into today's topics. Obviously, we want to talk about organized religion, the not-so-freedom truckers, and the Trans Declaration of Independence. Plus, we're going to leave a little bit of time at the end of the show for open Q&A. So for those folks who are watching live on Facebook, um, who are watching live on Twitter, who are watching live on YouTube, who are watching live on Twitch, um, I think we're even broadcasting live on Steam. I am not sure. I know today we're not broadcasting live on TikTok because it's become an irritating distraction. So <laughs> we won't be doing that anytime in the near future. If you're not watching on Twitch or another platform, I do apologize, but you probably should be. Um, because TikTok sucks ass. Um, that being said, this is an 18 plus show. I swear a lot. Our guests swear a lot. There won't be any nudity or anything like that, at least as far as we can help. <laughs> but there's definitely be a lot of adult oriented themes, a lot of adult oriented language. So if you were under the age of 18 or you have people in your room who are under the age of 18 while you're watching, viewer discussion is absolutely advised because sometimes we talk about very, very triggering subjects. So Please join us with an open mind. Let's go ahead into our first topic of discussion. So for those of you who have not heard this before, I would like to find out what kind of rock that you are living under. And for those of you that have, you probably know this name very, very well. Pastor Gregory Locke. This is a pastor from a non-denominational pseudo-Baptist Christian gathering. I don't even call it a church because it's not a church. Nothing about what this person does or leads is even close to a church. It's a disgusting display of misogyny, bigotry, and hate. So I would like to open up this particular segment with stating, Pastor Gregory Locke, you are an asswipe and a disgusting, filthy human being worthy of basically being ignored. But because we can't ignore some of this awful shit this person is doing, we are definitely going to discuss it today. Now, this man is out of Tennessee, if you could even call him a man. I use the term man loosely because man usually means human of some kind, and Pastor Greg Locke barely, barely registers on the human scale. Now, Mr. Locke has taken it upon himself to come out and claim openly that demons told him that there were witches who were in his congregation. Witches. Demons told him, by the way. So I would like to emphasize this, and this is definitely a very important thing. I do follow the Church of Satan, and I follow the Satanic Temple. Now, I find it laughable. There are lots of people out there who get very upset when I tell them that I do follow and you know read all the different things that come out from the Church of Satan and the Temple of Satan and the Satanic Temple. They don't believe in Satan. That's one thing I definitely want to put out there. They don't believe in Satan. They do it basically to get a rise out of conservative or very, very devout religious people because they think it's hilarious. 
They think it's hilarious. Like, oh, yes, I go to the Church of Satan. Like, oh, you're a Satan worshiper. Actually, no, they're not. They don't believe Satan is real. They don't believe God is real. They're basically atheists. They created their own organization to get their message out there and, well, try to fight for their own rights to exist. And I've been asked multiple times, like, well, what are you if you believe in Satan? Well, generally, then you'd be a Christian or a Catholic, but mostly just a Christian. Because as far as I know, they're the only ones that do um, actually believe in Satan or a Satan or some kind of satanic demonic figure. So this clown went out there and told the public news and people of the great state of Tennessee that, yes, demons told me that there were witches amongst us. There were witches in my congregation, and I ousted them from my very congregation, which is a tent in his backyard. Sounds a little cultish to me, but okay. So he took people who were willing to listen and learn about the word of God, who were sitting in his congregation, just peacefully, not doing anything, and violently ousted these people out of his congregation and outed them as Wiccans, witches, evil witches, practice divination, you know, but by that practice divination is also cooking dinner, um, heating up your food, playing the lottery, um, using a wishing well. The Bible describes all that crap as divination. So evidently most of us are witches and we just didn't know it. And if we're not careful, some demons are going to appear to old Pastor Gregory Locke here and tell him that you's a witch. And oh my goodness, he's just going to be thrown out on the streets and burned alive because that's what this asshole is calling for. There's the video playing on YouTube, probably on his stupid ass channel, where he says that they deserve to be burned alive and he will burn them in his church if they come back. Um, what? What? Like, really? It's 2022. I thought we were past this bullshit. But evidently, we're not. So, what makes Gregory Locke a pastor? I've asked myself this question for a long time because I've been in a lot, a lot of non-denominational churches. Pseudo-Baptist, pseudo-Methodist, completely Baptist, completely Methodist, Catholic, non-Catholic, Protestant, whatever. They're all full of shit. Every damn one of them is full of shit. But let's just say that you're one of those folks out there that does pray to your particular flavor of Sky Fairy. That's great. You should be able to. You should be able to peacefully and at will whenever you like. Where I start to take issues and you get these pop-up congregations, these pop-up churches that, you know, want to separate and then separate and separate. What's the real meaning behind them doing this stuff? What is the real purpose of the existence of a lot of these pop-up churches? Which I don't even call churches. I mean, shit, they're building one across the street from my house. Which is why I make sure I put the big gay pride flag out there. Nice and proud for everyone to see when they drive by on their way to church on Wednesdays and Sundays. Hey, folks, that's right. Queer as the fucking day is long. Hi. Fuck you. But if they want to go to church, great. They should be able to go to church. If they want to pray in the middle of a field, fantastic. Go pray in the middle of a field. I think that's wonderful. If you could find community with a bunch of other like-minded people to go out there and pray your, to your particular flavor of Sky Fairy, I think that's wonderful. And that your very existence authorizes you the right to do so. 
where I start to take issues and you got assholes like this, this plebe, this disgusting excuse of humanity, this waste of oxygen who goes out there and not only excommunicates people who probably are in fact not witches and have nothing to do with it, but then threatens their very lives by saying you need to be hunted down, you need to be burned. Your books and your wealth and everything else you have needs to be burned with you. No, this is not okay. That's just hate. That's slander. And it's dangerous. That's what I need you guys to understand. It's dangerous. This kind of speech, this kind of behavior is dangerous. This man has a platform on YouTube where he's got 85,000 followers. Oh, trust me, I researched this piece of garbage. I did. 85,000 people from all over the world, mostly located right there in Tennessee, follow this idiot and listen to every word he says and believe that he's speaking for God. Well, I can promise you this, that man don't speak for anybody except himself. And I think we all need to start understanding kind of what this person is doing. He's speaking for the sheer sake of hearing himself speak because the words that come out of his mouth are utter nonsense and garbage. Back in January, he's out there. I think it's January 24th. This idiot comes on the freaking tube again, talking about how autistic children are just demonized. They're demons. Autistic children are a product of Satan himself and that they need to be eliminated. That's right. He said that autistic children are just demonic presence on earth. That's why they act the way they do, and they need to be eliminated. Hmm. There was somebody else who existed in this last hundred years that said, well, I don't know, some pretty similar shit. I think his name was Adolf. He wanted to be a priest too. These lesser things, these lesser people, so-called autistic demons, need to be destroyed. That's what this asshole's saying. This clown... This clown is out there preaching to his congregation and 85,000 idiots on the internet that autistic children are just demonized. Because there's no diagnosis called autism in the Bible. Hold the fuck up. I don't remember the Bible being the, the antithesis of medical technology. Matter of fact, I've read the Bible, all 27 versions that I've been able to get my hands on in four different languages. And my take on the Bible is it's a bunch of hooey. It's utter fucking nonsense. It's been altered 300 times in the last 200 years. Some ecumenical and then some not so ecumenical. Ecumenical, for those that don't understand, is where an actual biblical gathering gets together and, and agrees upon the changes that are going to happen in the Bible. Non-ecumenical is douchebags like this writing their own version of the Bible. Mormons! Um, and then saying, this is the, the word of God. This is scripture. No human being alive today or in the last 900 years even knows what the word of God looks like or says. That's right, folks. For the better part of a thousand years, no one alive even knows what the hell the word of God says. 
because it's been changed and altered and translated that many times. Are we willing to bet that the Vatican itself has no fucking clue what the actual word of God is? The Bible may be inspired, inspired by the word of God, but barely, barely. It's a book written by a bunch of crusty old white dudes and then rewritten by even crustier older white dudes, which means pretty much everything in it is just a big fat fucking lie. Especially when you got people like this who are walking around saying autistic children need to be eliminated because autism isn't real. It doesn't talk about it in the Bible, therefore it's not real. Oh my word. They're demons. They're demons. They're just hell spawn running around, causing more hell spawn to appear as we allow them to continue to exist. No, that's bullshit. It's absolute and utter bullshit. This guy's a moron. He's a moron. Why he's got 85,000 followers, I have no idea. But that just tells me either they're ignorant, and I emphasize the word ignorant as in they don't know any better. No one has ever taught them common sense, science, whatever. Or they're stupid. Stupid basically being the predication that they do know better. They know that science basically tells them autism is a generalized defect and possibly even a key indicator in human evolving or involvement. And that science also tells them that some of the shit written in that book is utter stupidity. So they're stupid because they just do it anyway. They know better and they do it anyway. That's stupid. That is absolutely stupid. Stupid. Garbage. It's okay to believe in a higher power. I believe in a higher power. I'm not an overly religious person anymore. I used to be, but I still believe in a higher power. I do. I don't let it control me. I don't let it control my behaviors as I act towards others. I am an intelligent, brain-having human being capable of making decisions both ethically and morally without some book telling me to. Or some magic sky fairy damning me to hell for eternity if I make the wrong choice. That's just stupid. That's human beings trying to control other human beings. That's all it is. Trying to control your behavior because it makes them feel better about themselves when you obey. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not that person. Never going to be that person either. So, so why do people like this exist? Why does Greg Locke exist? Why do the other pastors like the Westboro Baptist Church exist? Well, I think we got to dig a little bit deeper to get to the bottom of exactly why these institutions exist. So let's take a look. Now, Wikipedia put out a couple things, as well as a couple of other information. You go and check their sources. Um, Greg Locke is an idiot. He's a native of, of Nashville, Tennessee. That's where he's from. Um, not the brightest bulb in the bunch. Bachelor's degree in Bible studies from the Ambassador Baptist College in North Carolina. Um, well, Ambassador Baptist College 
You should be fucking ashamed. Your student is an absolute moron. Then he got his master's degree in revival history from the Theological School of New England and Rhode Island. So all those people who thought that the North, the Northeast was, you know, cultured, let's say that cultured and more forgiving and understanding and scientific. Well, I mean, look what you churned out, New England. That kind of tells me maybe not so much. So once he received his formal education, he became an independent evangelical preacher in the mid-90s and spent the next probably 10, 15 years trying to preach all over the United States. Probably not super received well except for a couple of places. He launched his Global Vision Bible Church in 2006 and has basically been a thorn in the side of American citizens. I mean, from Canada all the way to frickin' Central America, basically for that long. So when he launched his lock media, where he began his, his basically internet video tyranny is where he became famous. This is where this moron really got his voice. We started going out there. So what's the real reason? Why do people like this become pastors? Is it to spread the word of God? Well, we've already determined that they don't know what the word of God is. They're morons. And there are a lot of Gregory Locks out there who hold positions of power inside of these fake congregations, these fake pop-up churches. So why? Why are there so many of them? They're on TV. They've got these massive YouTube channels. They fly in private jets. Oh, wait, I think we hit it. I think we hit it. Any congregation, any congregation, of a faithful nature, we'll say faithful or religious, where the person leading this congregation is the wealthiest fucker there, is not very religious and is not very faithful. If you are a pastor or a preacher or anything of the sort and you take a paycheck to be a pastor or a preacher, you are an asshole, plain and simple. You are an asshole. Nowhere that I've ever read anywhere in the fucking Bible, all of the versions that were ever written did Jesus Christ walk this earth and demand money for his services. And the last time I checked, if you are a pastor, you were supposed to be walking, at least in Christianity, in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. to do as he did, to act as he did. Well, you know what? I ain't met a pastor in the Baptist or Methodist church that has ever, ever shown me that they even know what the fuck they're talking about, let alone can walk in the footsteps of Jesus. You're all full of shit and you're doing it for the money. Pastor Locke is worth several millions of dollars popping up his religious bullshit in a tent in his backyard, all 46 acres of it. Fuck you, Gregory Locke. Fuck you and the made-up horse he rode in on. You are a disgrace. And if I read the Old Testament, people like you are the ones that usually burn in hell. Not the witches that you threaten to do the exact same thing while they are alive. You're a sick, twisted human being who deserve nothing more than to be forgotten. 
And I don't like this. That's why I'm not showing you any of this guy's videos. One, they're extremely triggering. They're triggering and they're disgusting. And I will not show them on my show because that's how bad they are. Plus, I am not going to give this idiot any more credence than he already demands for himself. Any pastor out there, youth pastor or whatever, making buttloads of money off of your congregation because you got to seed, you got to seed your way into heaven. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're in heaven right now. This is your heaven. When you die, you're dead. Your body rots, your soul leaves, you're gone. That's all there is. You get one shot and then it's over. So enjoy your life now or don't, whatever. It's your right to do whatever the fuck you please. But it's not your right to threaten two innocent people with being burned alive and having all their possessions destroyed because demons gave your evil witches powers. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It's all horseshit. Every bit of it's horseshit. And he knows it. That's what's worse. Pastor Gregory Locke knows he's full of shit. He knows everything that's coming out of his mouth is utter garbage. He says the things that he does because they're sensationalist. Because they get clicks. He is a basically one giant example of clickbait. That's all he is. He's one giant example of clickbait. People click on his stuff because... Maybe, maybe it just might remotely ring true to someone who listens. And then once he's got him on the hook, he's got that sucker on the hook. It's like, hey, send me all your money, you know, because God and Jesus need your money, you know, because Jesus needs money for some reason. I never understood. Send me your money. Send me all your wealth and all your belongings. Come here as the poor that Jesus loved so much and the stories that were told by people who also didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. While I fly around and private jets and have all these nice cars and this big ass house and you know your pastor should live better than you right no no you shouldn't no absolutely not you're fucking disgusting i encourage any of my listeners if you don't like what i had to say or you listen to this moron and say yeah that man tells truth he rings true i want you to give me some stroke of evidence it was not written was not written in the last 1,000 years, was actually written by Jesus or one of Jesus' disciples, I beg you to prove to me that half the shit this idiot is saying is true. Prove to me that any of the shit this moron says is factually accurate by the Christian or the Judeo-Christian teachings and understandings. And I will show you where you were wrong. Easily. So, not to beat that subject to death, I think we're good there. I'm not going to give this thing any more credence than he's already gotten in the news. And I hope that at some point I'll stop seeing this guy's name show up in the news. But as long as he keeps saying epically stupid things, well, he's going to show up in epically stupid news outlets that support that kind of fucking nonsense. So we're going to move on to our next topic. And that's the freedom trackers up in, or the rallies or the convoys that are going on up in Canada. And some of which has spilled over here into the United States a little bit. And kind of what the reactions are on both of the political spectrums or even from my own. This is more of a libertarian take on what's going on up there. As a libertarian, and that is what I am. I am a libertarian. 
I don't hide it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am a social leftist. I am a fiscal conservative. Social leftism in the basic sense sounds just exactly the way it is. You as a person have the right to do pretty much whatever the hell you want. With whomever you want. So long as all parties involved and affected are in agreement. You can't get any more simple than that. And then as far as fiscal conservatism, if the question is, should the money or the government spend money on something? My answer is unequivocally always no. No. Let the private sector handle as much as it possibly can or the individual, preferably the individual. The government has not ever spent a single dime in the history of government wisely, effectively, or efficiently. It's wasteful. It's almost always rife with fraud and cronyism. And that is regardless of who is in power. The very idea of having a government budget stands to reason there will be cronyism and there will be corruption. Every dollar of taxes you pay, 96% of it's wasted. That's 96 cents out of every dollar is wasted on stupid, dumbass shit. So now you understand my point of view when I see things like this. The Canadian government and its prime minister overstepped its bounds. No government at any time has the right to set bounds on anything or anyone for any reason, period, period. You don't get to set vaccine mandates. You don't get to enforce vaccine mandates, period. I don't care how many people this pisses off or how many pro-vaxxers or anti-vaxxers or whatever, your opinions mean nothing to me because they don't affect me. I'm already vaccinated. I'm pro-vaccination. You should get vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with being vaccinated, but you are not gonna tell me as a government stooge I must get vaccinated. So if the lefties out there who follow me or my friends are very confused about the behavior of some of these truckers or some of the people on the right, which I don't really call them on the right. They're just leftists like everybody else. If they're confused by the behavior, this might be why. It's not about the vaccine. Now, granted, there's lots of misinformation out there. There's lots of stupidity, like the previous subject, Mr. Locke, who says that the entire COVID-19 thing was completely fucking made up and that the vaccine was designed to put controlling chips in people to make us all worship Satan. Well, guess what, Pastor Locke? I worshiped Satan before I got the vaccine, so. It has nothing to do with that. No government should ever be given the authority. Canada, United States, I don't give a shit if it's anywhere in the world. Humanity is a singularity. Governments are the offshoot. I don't care if you were born in the Philippines, you were born in Vietnam, you were born in fucking Moscow, Russia, you were born in the Czech Republic, London, it doesn't matter. You all have the same rights I do sitting right here in Texas, United States. Everyone has the same damn rights I do, regardless. And I have the same rights everyone else does. They're not different based on where you were born, what location you were given, how much money you have, what color your skin is, what your orientation or your gender is. 
None of that makes any fucking difference whatsoever. As a human being that is alive, you have the right to self-individualistic autonomy. And when a government, in this particular case, the Canadian government decides it's going to overstep its bounds and perform what is nothing more than just tyranny and force, force people to vaccinate, to vaccinate when they don't want to or face punitive charges by your government officials to include harassment, job loss, financial loss, which is theft, that's stealing, that's government theft, and imprisonment, so government-sponsored slavery, because that's what the prison system in the Western Hemisphere is. When you go to prison, you are a slave, period. You have been enslaved for the betterment of the government or the people thereof. That's all the prison system is. It's the modern prison industrial complex. It's modern slavery. Which also makes sense now that you think about shit like that, the in, in, invasive racism that exists in our freaking country's government, why the prison population is overwhelmingly brown people. Well, how else are all these white people in power going to enslave brown people? We never abolish slavery. We just change the manner in which it happens. This is what people are actually supposed to be fighting in Canada. The precursors, the steps of government tyranny. Now, what that's turned into is something entirely different. And we will get into that. Absolutely. We will definitely get into that. But when you've got leftist comedians in the United States, in England, in France, in Canada, of course, who are going on their public TV stations, their cable and their satellite TV stations, running their collective idiot mouths, basically spewing state media. It reminds me of all those old TV episodes and shit I watched from state-controlled media, USSR, where everybody had nothing but good things to say about the government and its wonderful laws and its mandates. Yes, this is very USSR. Honestly, Vladimir Putin would be super proud of all these idiots. And the people who sit back, they take a step and like, whoa, hold on a second. Wait a second. This kind of feels like reliving the Cold War, the USSR. Well, maybe that's what we're preparing for. You know, that old Iron Curtain's going to stretch really fucking far across the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. Who knows? But that's what this feels like. That's exactly what this feels like. Some of these comedians I have a lot of respect for. Some I've never really had any respect for because I don't find them all that fucking funny. Stephen Colbert is not funny. He's never been funny, ever. He's a fucking idiot. And his show is lousy. So I'm not going to give Stephen Colbert a lot of credence, but there are other comedians out there who, you know, are obvious lefties. And that's fine. I love my lefties. They're good people. Almost all of them are great people. But when they go out there and they're literally just regurgitating Canadian state media or the Biden administration's chosen select fucking woke words, it's not doing anyone any justice. It just makes them look dumb. And you're promoting tyranny is what you're doing. You are literally promoting tyranny. Private entities and private businesses, 
private individuals. They are the ones that can make these decisions for themselves. If your employer says you must get vaccinated to maintain your employment here, you have no recourse whatsoever. You don't own the company. You are not a stock or a shareholder in that company. You have no risk in that company whatsoever. None. So if your truckers union says, guess what, asshole, you're getting vaccinated, you're getting the axe. Well, guess what? You're getting vaccinated or you're going to get axed. You lose your job. Go work for somebody else. That's the free world. That's the free market. You at least have a choice. Your choice is, I can get vaccinated or I can lose my job. If a private employer tells you that, that's your choice. Make it. But when the government comes out and knocks on your door and says, you're going to get vaccinated or we are going to force the vaccination into your veins, that's tyranny. Or when the government comes out and says, you're going to get vaccinated or we're going to levy a tax against your property and your bank accounts and we're going to seize your shit. That's tyranny. It's theft. They're stealing your shit because you won't do what they're telling you to do. That's not law. It's not moral. It's not even ethical. It's just tyrannic. So yes, I completely understand why the truckers were doing their convoy up there, why they were protesting. I am obscenely pissed, obscenely pissed that the prime minister has now classified that truckers union as terrorists. I have met actual terrorists. I have seen what terrorist acts do, real ones. And it offends me as a service member for a douchebag like Trudeau to give a bunch of truck driving hicks the classification of terrorists. They're not terrorists. They're just people who drive trucks. I think it's stupid that they've spent this much time sitting on their ass when they know goddamn well the Canadian government and prime minister are not going to change their mind. They're not even winning the hearts and minds of anybody else in the world. They're not. All they're doing now is they're wasting their own time and they're causing the economy to fucking collapse. So it's bullshit all the way around. That's exactly what this is. It's bullshit all the way around. Wasteful, stupid, and what is it accomplished other than Canada's doubling down. They're doubling down on the entire idea of these mandates. It has changed nothing. If anything, it has made it worse. So yay, tyranny. We all get to watch Canada become a tyrant nation. Like it wasn't before. But but before we go and start making fun of Canada and any other nation that does this shit, maybe we all need to kind of point the mirror and look inwards. Because I see the exact kind of thing happening here in the United States. I see the exact kind of thing. I get a lot of people who are going to be like, well, you're transgendered. Shouldn't you be like pro-socialism, pro-communism, pro you know, Biden's the greatest president. No, Biden's a moron. The Democratic Party is filled with idiots, complete and utter idiots, and has been, well, I mean, since it was called the Loyalist Party, you know, the ones that wanted us to go back under British rule um, in 1780. No, but I'm not a big fan of Republicans either. Most of them are just uneducated, ridiculous idiots. And they're just as leftist. I have a problem with leftism. 
I have a huge problem with leftism and how deeply it's woven into our constitution, how deeply it's woven into our form of government. Leftism has been a thorn in the side of humanity since the dawn of humanity because leftism means somebody or some bodies more likely have some kind of ultimate control. And I have a problem with authority. No one's going to tell me what the fuck I can and can't do. Nobody. That's why I finally said screw it and transition. I was so sick of living as something else. Something I knew was fake and broken. Why? Because it made other people comfortable? Well, fuck them. I'm going to live myself now. I'm going to be my true self. Because that's more important to me. That's way more important to me. It just is. And it should be to everybody. I don't need mom and dad government coming down or big daddy government or big mama government coming down telling me what is and is not moral and ethical. I'm already aware of that. And honestly, the average person is. I don't need to be told to get vaccinated. And for those people who are not getting vaccinated, oh, well, they don't have to be vaccinated. If you're vaccinated and you're healthy and you're living your best life, and you exercise and you eat right, you have nothing to worry about. Nothing. Nothing at all. Get vaccinated and move on. Don't harass the idiots that don't get vaccinated. I promise you they will weed themselves out. Darwinism at its best. Fine, don't get the vaccine. Get sick. Die, whatever. That's your problem. It's not my problem. It's not any of your problems at all. Let them weed themselves out. I mean, shit. Let's save ourselves the damn trouble. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. Like how much we hyper-focus on this stuff. It makes no sense. So when it comes to what's going on up there, I think it's a subject that's obviously touchy. It bothers a lot of people on both sides of the political spectrum. But why don't we start thinking about this in a more centrist way? Those truckers have every right to protest and show their concerns. And I don't give a shit what country they're in. They wanted to protest their concerns in Cambodia against the Cambodian government. They should be able to without harassment or fear of reprisal or death. Global individual freedom should be the goal of everyone. That's body autonomy, individual autonomy, the freedom to choose your own path as you see fit, so long as the choices that you make do not negatively impact anybody else's ability to do the same. Me being who I am affects no one but me. It affects no one but me. I pay for my own medical care. I pay for my own damn surgeries. I affect no one by existing. And if my existence, which it does quite frequently here in the local tiny small town Texas in which I live, the amount of hate mail, the hate messages, the eggs I clean off my front yard, the attempts to steal my pride flag, all kinds of shit. Why? What am I doing that's bothering anybody? Now, I will look at this. When you come to the truckers now, 
What are they doing that's affecting other people? Well, they are. They're affecting lots of other people. Sure, you're protesting your freedom. You're collapsing not just Canadian economies, but you're collapsing American ones too, the United States. Mexico's economy is suffering badly because of this shit. California, surprisingly enough, is suffering tremendously. Since California is one of the largest states in the United States that does importing and exporting with shit to Canada. So in this particular case, yes, your choice is negatively impacting other people to do what they want to do. And therefore, it's not fair. So I would encourage them, yes, your message has been heard. Your message was also completely fucking ignored. Let's try something else. But if your intent was to completely collapse the economy because, I don't know, Trudeau's the prime minister and Biden just happens to be the president of the United States, the only person you're hurting is the people that live in those countries and now have to suffer under that economic damage. You're not going to swing the boat. You're not. The next president was predetermined 10 years ago. On that much, I can promise you. They already know who the next president and who the next people in Congress and the Senate already are. They're handpicked by a group of fucking elitists. So you attempting to swing the vote back to the Republicans or whatever in the United States or swing to a different party in Canada, I'm sorry, the tyr- the tyrants already won. So I'm not really sure like what you're driving at because it ain't going to fucking work. I already know in November, in the midterm elections, the frickin' Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States are going to swing violently to the right. Whichever, I don't even know why people call it the right. It's literally a parabellum. It's going to swing out and then swing right back to the left because every freaking Republican I've seen running for office is a gigantic leftist. The only difference is the flavor of leftism. You got theocratic leftism, which is basically what the Republican Party has become, and you've got freaking despotic leftism, which is what the Democratic Party has always been. Both are equally worthless and not worth the time of anybody. But that's kind of what we're getting. So don't sit there and tell me that my vote fucking counts. It doesn't. Never has. So I think this is a good good time to segue into our next and final topic for the, today's episode. And that is kind of going into my transition manifesto. We're revisiting my transition manifesto. This is something that I wrote um, over a year ago, actually, when it was time to really start coming out to myself and coming out publicly. And I bring this up in this particular subject because I want to help other people out there who might be suffering through their own self-identity, their own gender crisis, if you will. I've spent probably 25 years listening to lots of other people talk about transgender issues. At least 25 years. Um, And I remember it as far back as I could, the first time I ever heard the word transgender. It was actually on ABC News. They talked about it back in, in the 90s. 
um, they'd used the word transgender once, but they also precursed it with other harsher, nastier terms, like tranny, female, transvestite, transsexual. Transvestite is a nasty, nasty word, and so is female, to be quite honest. But I remember growing up listening to every point of view that there was on the subject. And all sides have very interesting and valid points. And all sides make ridiculous and borderline stupid assumptions or accusations about people who are, in fact, transgendered. For the people who decided to be part of this journey with me, and I've got lots of people now, 25,000 followers on TikTok, um, probably five or 600 followers on Facebook. Um, I had about 10,000 followers on Instagram. That account got banned, and I had to recreate it. So I think I'm sitting at like 150 on Instagram. Obviously, friends and family who decided to stay a part of my life. Um, but for those people who actually wanted to be a part of this, I wanted to convey as best I can what being, not becoming, that much I wanted to emphasize to everyone listening, whether you're watching me live or you watch this after the fact, on being a woman. I'm not becoming a woman. I have always been a woman, always. I was pretending to be a man. But I wanted to address these very key things that I have heard consistently before and obviously during my transition. Item number one on my manifesto that I will make very clear to everybody listening. I am not pretending to be a woman. Stop telling me that I am. I am not pretending. This isn't a game of make-believe. This isn't some fucking phase that I'm going to grow out of. I am over 40 years old. Any phases I was going to have in my life are long gone. I grew out of them. Me presenting masculine or pretending to be a man, that was a phase. And it was the last one I ever had. And it's finally gone. I'm not pretending. I just am. I'm finally what I was supposed to be the whole damn time. I am not a pervert that dresses like a girl or a woman so that I can use the girl's restroom. It's a fucking bathroom, people. Get over it. I'm going to use the women's restroom anywhere I go. Anywhere I go, whether you like it or not. I don't even give a shit if there's some rule in your business. I'm still going to use the women's restroom because I am a woman. And I fucking dare anybody to genital check me. I dare you to. And I encourage all transgendered people, male, woman, or non-binary, stand up for yourself. Stand up for your rights. It's a fucking bathroom. Everybody has to use one. And we all have to use them for the same damn reason. I would also encourage those people out there when they walk up to me, and you can ad-lib this to whatever version of transition you might be going through. But in my particular case, I would encourage people to stop telling me that I'm never going to be a real biological woman. 
Like, no kidding. I don't have delusions that I am biologically female. I know that I don't have a uterus. I know that I can't bear children. But those are also exceptionally painful subjects for me. It's actually very sad and exceptionally depressing to me that I will never get to experience the beauty of carrying a child to term or giving birth to my own children. That's been painful since I was 19 years old. Might be why I have five kids. I'm not delusional. I know I'm not ever going to be able to do that. I know I'm not. My chromosomes say that I'm intersex. And for those people who are watching who've never heard the term intersex before, I wasn't born male and I wasn't born female. I was born intersex. Something in between. My chromosomes are not XY and my chromosomes are not XX. They're actually XXY. I am one of several variations of chromosomatic sex. They call me number 47. I am type 47. So at least there's at least 47. I'm pretty sure there's more than that. Number three in my manifesto. I don't ask people to pretend with me because I'm not pretending. So therefore, I'm not asking any of you to pretend with me because I'm not pretending. All I've ever expected from anyone is human decency, and that's been my entire life. Maybe some respect and a little bit of common courtesy. I've never gotten mad at anyone who has misgendered me or even calls me by my dead name. I just politely ask anyone to please use my correct gender terms. In my case, that's she, her, and y'all. I am okay with she, her, and y'all, and only she, her, and y'all. I don't like being called bruh. I'm not your bro. I'm not a dude. I don't care how prolific dude is on the West Coast. I am not a dude. A dude is an ingrown butt hair. Nobody should like being called dude. And I am not dead name. Dead name is dead. That's why I call it dead name. That person never existed. And whatever remnants of that person there was, I killed him off. So I do my best to politely ask people to use the correct gender terms and my name. And I don't think that that's asking anyone to pretend. It's just merely asking you to be nice and respectful. Speak to me in the same manner that you would speak to your own grandma. Now, for those people who decide they want to be a jerk and continue to misgender me or call me by the wrong name after I've asked them or out of spite, you know, because it's your right and it's freedom of speech, then I don't understand why those people get so angry when I merely address them as asshole. Because, well, that's my right. And it's freedom of speech. Do 
just saying. So number four is, I hear this a lot. I do. Maybe not so much now as I did prior, especially a year ago. But you don't look like a woman without makeup. And you don't sound like a woman. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It's definitely a process. Transitioning is a process, whether you're transitioning masculine or transitioning feminine. It's a process. And the goal is not to pass. That's not the idea behind being transgendered. I want to pass. I do, for my own reasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to pass for my own reasons, but that's not the point of being transgender. The point of being transgender is to live your best life, to live your authentic you, whatever that might look like or sound like. I also would like to point out to a lot of these assholes that say shit like this, I have to reverse 32 years of the incorrect hormones. 32 years of bad eating habits. 32 years of a deep, very masculine voice. And 32 years of hair growth. Everywhere. Well, you know, that doesn't happen overnight. That takes years. It takes years. Surgery in some cases for a lot of transgender people. Vocal training coaching but I wanted to make it a point that when I wrote this and even sometimes now every day when I wake up I used to look in the mirror and I cried every day for more than 30 years and for a long time I could never figure out why I had buried my feelings so fucking deep as many, many trans people do, that I couldn't even figure out in front of my own face why I hated the face staring back. Well, I hated the face staring back because it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. It was a mask that I was forced to wear, you know, because it made other people happier. Not me. Definitely not me. But it made lots of other people happier. The average cis person, and that includes cis people that fall into the LGBTQ plus community, don't understand the lengths that transgender people go through to find and be themselves. I'm only going to do this one time while I'm live on the air. <clears throat> it took me a very long time a very long time to learn how not to sound like this hundreds of thousands of transgendered people work their ass off to be their real selves and they don't do it to make you happy. They do it to make themselves happy. 
It's a long, arduous, dangerous process for us all. And the negative bullshit that a lot of cis people, especially those in the alphabet mafia, that come across and say their nonsense against transgendered people does not make our process any easier. I also hear this. This is number five. Well, I don't think the medical sciences and hospitals should be wasting time and insurance money on surgeries or procedures to turn men into women or women into men just so they can pretend to be something that they're not. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that from my own family and friends. Well, I guess it's okay for a 50 or 60 year old man. Maybe you had his balls crushed in a car accident um, to have complete reconstructive surgery and even a testicle transplant along with a five-year supply of Viagra, all paid for by his private insurance. You know, on the off chance that 50 or 60-year-old wants to go out there and breed a few more women. Sure. Okay. I don't see anybody out there getting pissed off about that. What does a 50 or 60-year-old man need? with functioning testicles. Shit, reconstruct the sack and, I don't know, stick a golf ball on there. I mean, seriously. That's what the argument sounds like. So I should be able to go and protest that guy getting insurance covered by Agra and testicle reconstructive surgery? The man wants the function of his genitalia, the way it's meant to be, the way he wants it to be, on the off chance that, you know, he's going to get lucky and find him a sweet gal or whatever. Have some kids. Well, my personal opinion, which that's basically what this statement and or question sounds like to me that I hear all the damn time, personal opinion is that if you ain't had your kids by 50, tough shit. Shouldn't be having any anyway. Goddamn kid graduated high school. <laughs> You're 70. It's silly. And it's a dumbass argument. One, it's private insurance. We all pay into it. If we're part of that insurance company, we've all paid money, we've all paid dues. If the overwhelming consensus amongst those who are insured when they go in and they make their statements to the insurer is that they are okay with transgender people getting confirming surgeries and hormone replacement therapies as part of the insurance coverage, who the fuck are you to say otherwise? You've been outvoted. Your options, I would say, are go find a different insurance company, maybe an overly religious one that does not use any of its insurance monies to cover those kinds of things. But instead, 
pays its you know religious theocratic insurance board of directors obscene salaries because that's so much fucking better. Number six, and I've heard this a couple of times more recently. Oh my God, he looks so much better in makeup and in that dress than I ever would. It's not fair that these men look better than some women and it's disrespectful to women, in my opinion. I'll grant it to the people who said that they thought that I was a drag queen. So still offensive, I'm not. There's a big difference between a drag queen and someone who is transgendered. Not to say that there aren't transgender drag queens. There are. Well, the biggest response I usually give to people who get that upset is like, well, Karen, sorry, I'm fucking hot. I can't help it. But I will also emphasize this. Beauty comes from the soul, not from the body. So I would usually recommend people who have comments like that to say, particularly against drag queens or transgendered people, um, try not being a self-centered piece of shit once in a while. And maybe your beauty will shine through too. Me being a woman is not disrespectful to women. I have no intent on ever being disrespectful to women. That's not my goal. I fully respect all women and the many things that they have to endure throughout their lives. So much so that I'm willing to do anything and everything just to feel that. Now for my more evangelical people who have approached me and said their peace. Um, I get this one a lot. God created you and you defile God by doing this because God doesn't make mistakes. Well, I hate to disappoint most people out there. I don't generally follow in the teachings of God. But those teachings that I do follow that are very God-related, God did not make this. God made my soul. One of them did. And he made my soul perfect. Or she. Or they. Whatever. They made my soul perfect. Perfect in every way. And what you are seeing in front of you now is a direct reflection of that soul. Now, nature and my parents, who are fallible, nature makes mistakes all the fucking time. So do my parents. They are responsible for putting me in the wrong body. And most likely the fucker doctor that assigned my gender, considering I was born intersex. And not to mention, we all start off as female anyway. Everyone starts off as female. And for those guys out there like, oh, no, we don't. No, we don't. 
Yes, you do. Look at your nut sack. That little seam that runs down the center of it, that's a fused labia. So, uh, I would say that God has nothing to do with it. I don't defile anybody, least of all some magic sky fairy, by being myself. I just offend you. And personally, I don't care. I don't care how many evangelical Christians I offend. I don't care how many government institutions I make mad. I don't. I like having friends. I absolutely do. And I've got enough friends left over now, real friends that are non-judgmental, that are happy, absolutely happy for who I am and what I've become because it makes me happy. I think that's the hardest lesson I've had to learn is that it isn't about anybody else. It's just about me. So I wanted to go over this before I move into the Q&A portion to try and help others who may be transgender, closeted or otherwise, and having a very difficult time. It's difficult. It is very, very difficult. This journey is hard. I've been in the military. I've done all kinds of things in my life. Hell, I've got my doctorate's degree. This, this was so much harder than all of that. And there are days when I wake up and I struggle very hard with dysphoria or just being myself in a society that's literally tuned and trained to hate my very existence. There are days I get up, I would rather go back to combat and sit in a bunker or fly around in a helicopter where any moment I could be blown out of the sky. There are days I'd rather do that than to continue my transition because it can be that hard. And I don't want to sugarcoat it for those people who are closeted and considering coming out. This will be the hardest thing, but the most beautiful thing you will ever do. You will ever, ever do. I want to emphasize too, because trust me, I get this in all my lives. I'm sure I've got some in my chat log now. I find the terms tranny, she-male, he-she, trap, soy boy, or other porn trans-related terms to be disgusting. And that's exactly what they are. They're just porno terms. There are lots of people who are in fact transgendered that are out there and use porn as a way to sustain themselves and make money. And I have nothing but the utmost respect for them. A lot of them though are not transgendered. They're men. They are cross-dressing men who have taken the extra step and had surgeries to look more feminine, to satisfy a fetish. And that's why they don't get offended by being called trap or soy boy or she-male. I'm not one of those. I'm not. I have no problem with the people who are, but I'm not one of those. I'm just a woman, period. 
I've done a lot of things. A lot of things in my life I'm exceptionally proud of. I had a good life. I tell most of the people who watch my show or who check my more personal lives on TikTok or Twitch that, yeah, I've had a good life. I didn't hate my life. I've run several successful businesses. I've worked for some of the top companies in the United States successfully. Got my doctorate's degree, 20 plus years of military service, five beautiful children, two ex-wives. Well, now we know why. Um, never had parental or daddy issues or I was never molested as a child. And that's what turned me into this. All that's a cop out. All of that is a cop out is a common excuse used by either people who are lying about being transgender or the assholes that say transgender people are a mental byproduct of abuse and trauma. No, transgender people suffer abuse and trauma because they're transgendered. They're not abused and then traumatized and become transgendered. So the assholes out there, like Crowder, or all these other conservative talking heads that make these bullshit lies up, literally regurgitating some of the dumbest, most unscientifically founded lies ever. Because they're clickbait. That's all they are. Overglorified clickbait. So this is the last segment. We got about 10 minutes left in the show where I go to the Q&A. So all those folks that have been chatting it up um, in the chat section, I can read some of your comments and your questions. I'm always happy. We've also got a chat section up in our Discord. If you are not following, when this video first starts, you will see my Discord handle. You can search for me or go to my website. On my website in the social menu option, you will see the little Discord icon. Give us the follow on Discord. Our moderators will add you if you're polite, where you can continue. If you join and a moderator does not assign you a role, as soon as you log out or leave the chat area, you will lose your ability to chat. So they will grill you. I promise they will grill you. They're going to ask you questions to make sure that you have a reason for being there. And if you don't have a reason for being there, they're not going to assign you a role. Just going to put that out there. While you're on my website checking out the Discord app, Go ahead and follow me on all your favorite platforms. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram, Reddit, Tumblr, Twitter. Yes, I believe that is all. And Twitch. So give me a follow on your favorite social media profile or all of them, whatever. It makes no difference. I would also put this out there for the folks on Twitch and for the folks on YouTube. Following somebody doesn't mean shit. Facebook's kind of the same way. You never get notified. Their algorithms are broken. So definitely hit the like button and also subscribe. It gives you notifications when I'm going live. It gives you notifications when I put new content out there. And if you're going to follow me on TikTok, which I certainly appreciate. Some of my videos are hilarious on TikTok. They're always fun to watch. Um, just know that I am considering leaving the app because I'm honestly tired of their transphobic, misogynistic bullshit. That I'm not a big fan of it being run by China. So let's go to the Q&A portion. So we've got 
quite a bit of stuff on here. Oh my goodness. You guys have just been chatting it up here. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and put the chat overlay on. So anyone that asks a new question, everyone watching live will see the question appear on the side. I'm going to try and filter through, through, through some of these older questions. So what do we got here? <clears throat> um... Well, we got quite a few. I got to filter through some of these, though. Ooh. So, not so many questions, but a lot of comments. If you're watching on my personal Facebook page, I cannot see what you comment. I have to go back later and answer them. If you're watching on my business Facebook page, I can see what you're commenting. Let's see here. So looks like everyone's watching on YouTube, Twitch, or Discord. That's fine. So yes, we got a lot of folks on here that, you know, when it came to Pastor Locke, um, have run into very similar situations. So one of the questions I got actually came in through my email. It said, what is your consideration of older organized religions, such as, you know, the Catholic Church, um, you know, the original Protestant or Lutheran churches that are out there? I'm not a big fan of them either. I grew up Catholic. I grew up Roman Catholic. Um, went to a Roman Catholic church where we had a pastor who hated children and considered them, you know, basically little abominations that ran around. Um, and we refused to have these children in, in congregation, so much so that he forced the creation of a separate church underneath the church for the children to go to during children's mass. Like the nine o'clock mass was supposed to be specifically for kids. And then like, he didn't want to hear them. He did not want to hear them. He did not want to deal with them. He had youth pastors basically minister to these kids in the basement while everyone else sat in church. But no matter what, if your child was under the age of 10, they weren't allowed. They were not allowed. It's like you were basically just admonishing all these kids because what? You don't want to hear one cry? I mean, that's, you know, what some kids do. Plus, they're bored out of their minds anyway. So that was like my first real experience in the church where I, it was negative for me. I was like, well, what the fuck? How can you be a, a priest and hate children? How can you hate anybody? And he wasn't shy about it. He wasn't shy about it at all. So no, I mean, I grew up in the Catholic Church, and I don't want to give them any more credence than any of these freaking evangelical Christian pop-up churches that are going over. They spew just as much hate. Just as much hate as any of these other churches do. Any of these other faiths do. Doesn't matter if they're Jewish, Mormon, Catholic, Lutheran. Methodist makes no difference. <laughs> so you got a comment popped up. No worries, Delina. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for letting us know. Um, but yeah, so that answers that question. That question comes from, let me see here. Who sent that? 
Well, it's a really weird email address. So it, does, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. Um, but that was one of the questions that was said. So we got another question on here also on email. This one again is about Pastor Locke. Um, more or less the question reads, is anyone doing anything uh, about Pastor Locke? This sounds like something that should be tried or he should be convicted for hate crimes. Well, because he did not necessarily assault these two people, I don't think it's a hate crime. Even if they were witches or Wiccan or whatever, just removing them from the congregation, he didn't actually do the removing. His congregation did. So he's buffered. He's literally buffered from a lot of that nonsense. So no, I don't think Pastor Locke is going to get a hate crime conviction. Now, hate speech, I have no idea. Hate speech is a fine line. It really is. I don't really know what the difference is yet because it's constantly evolving between hate speech and just speech. Um, we got a pop-up question from Black Rose 40. When people throw eggs at your house or try to steal your flag, what do you tell your children? Do they ask questions like why? Um, thankfully, because of the property and the way it is, they don't ever see or hear when stuff like that happens, which is good. I have yet to have to confront my children about the stupidity and the immorality of others. However, if they were to witness something like that, um, I would tell them, exactly, these people are immoral, mean-spirited people. They're doing this because they don't like your dad. They don't like who your dad is or why. I would be honest with my kids to let them know that there are terrible people in this world that do terrible things, but they're far and few between. I want to emphasize that to everybody who listens. The idiots, the stupid people, the morons, the immoral, disgusting examples of humanity, although seem like they're prolific, they're not. They're not. They're a small, tiny little minority that exists inside their little echo chamber slash bubble of other people who are just like them. And they don't dictate the behavior or the lives of the rest of us, nor should they ever. Um, Black Rose also asked earlier, where's all this taking place? This is in, in relation to the trucker convoy or the freedom convoy. For now, almost all of this is taking place in Canada, specifically around the capital. Now, some of this has spilled over to demonstrations here in the United States, some state capitals, and some attempts to do it at the U.S. Capitol as well. But the primary focus has been in Canada. I know it is. I didn't want to use your real name on a talk show. But since you just boxed yourself, I apologize. I'll do my best to screen that out. Um, I would definitely encourage, unless you just absolutely want to show your real name on here, don't do that. 
Yes, people can be very cruel. Let's see. Um, Zena, thank you very much. I definitely will try and figure out how to incorporate Discord so that we can actually use this as a second source and bring you on. Um, I would love to have guests come on here. Right now, um, when I do guest shows, I have to invite them. They have to set up a temporary dashboard with their webcam. But usually we do that in advance. If I'm going to have guests on, then we would do it usually a day before, get a little practice in first. And we are going to start having quite a few guests, teleconference or otherwise. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. I promise they're going to have some really good guests. A lot of big-time influencers from Austin, Texas in the community. So <laughs> let's see what other questions we have. I'm going to check all the people on Twitch to see what they're saying. So Delina also put it in a comment on here, and this is a very valid comment when it comes to your random hate and how this kind of happens, that overweight people receive a lot of hate as well. Yes, they do. Yes, they absolutely do. Fat shaming is awful. Fat shaming is disgusting. There are lots of folks out there, sure, maybe they're overweight. Do you think they don't know that? Like, really? You think they don't know that they're overweight? Maybe they've learned to live with it. Maybe they're actively trying to get healthy. I don't know. I know it's not my place to tell them or remind them. Oh, hey, did you know you're, you, you're kind of fat? But there are people who do that. I've seen it happen at the Lampasas Walmart. Some lady was standing behind a lady who happened to be maybe a little overweight. I don't know. I'm not a damn medical doctor. That's not my place to say. That's between that person and their doctor. And this older woman standing behind her was like, can you move your fat ass? Everyone thankfully stopped and looked at this old woman like, well, who the fuck are you? The nerve some people have when they open their mouth is staggering to the mind. It is. It is staggering to the fucking mind. Like, what did you just say? Oh, I know. No, I have actually read into quite a bit of that. Lana, Lana made the comment, as you can see on the side. Um, there are people who are upset at TikTok about the weight community. Absolutely. And Black Rose, you make a very good comment as well. There are a lot of people out there, a lot of people, but not all of them. Again, this is a minority of people who get legitimately upset, legitimately upset about other people existing outside of their definition of normal. Well, I hate to break this to the rest of humanity particularly those who would fall into the immoral troll category. There is no such thing as normal. There either is or there isn't. 
That's it. Either it exists or it doesn't. And if you absolutely must have some kind of delusional sense of fucking normal, I do need a swear counter. That'd be so much fun. I need someone to put a a swear counter on my screen so every time I swear, the counter gets bigger. That'd be a blast. Um, Then if you absolutely have to have some kind of normal, well, guess what? If it exists, it's normal. It's normal. It may not be ordinary, but it is fucking normal. If it exists, it is part of everyone's normal. Autism exists. It is part of our normal. COVID exists. It is part of our normal. Other horrible, debilitating diseases exist. That's part of our normal, too. Transgendered people exist. Guess what? We're normal. There's far more of us than people realize. Hell, there's far more of us than we realize. You know, considering the vast majority of us are closeted. We all have to realize everyone has the right to exist as they see fit. So long as whatever their existence is, is not affecting your right to do the same. Oh, and you know, Black Rose brings up another, another good point. Eating what doctors in the medical world would say is healthy diets is expensive. So I have been working very difficult to put my whole family on a clean eating diet where we control the ingredients that are in our food. We make all of our own food so that we know what's in there. Because I do care about what I put on my body. I've always cared, but it's always been such a fucking struggle. It's difficult. It's time consuming. Of course it is. None of that bothered me. What bothered me, just like this last week, is I go to the grocery store. I buy whole foods. As in nothing came in a box. Nothing is pre-prepared. It's fruits and vegetables. All of it either freshly grown or pseudo-organic. Everything, fresh meats, lean meats, fish, all kinds of stuff. I am feeding five people on average every single day, three meals a day. Breakfast is usually a shake. Lunch is something very, very simple or leftovers. So really I'm only cooking once a day. I only have to buy food per se, outside of the ingredients to make our shakes in the morning, but for one meal, that's it. We don't buy garbage. We don't buy a lot of snacks, juice, milk, occasionally some sodas, and then I order wine and have it shipped to the house. But that's not part of my grocery bill. I left the grocery store yesterday. The only thing outside of the normal food I bought that was not food-related that would have made my bill any higher was three, three coconut oil candles. That's it, three. They were $10 a piece, so that's $30 of my bill plus tax. My grocery bill for one week, one week's worth of food, because it was all vegetables and whole foods, was $448, not including sales tax. 
So I get it when people get pissed. Like, I would love to eat healthier food. I can't afford that shit. This is the question that everyone needs to be asking. This is the same stuff I was talking about with the trucker rally. This freedom convoy. This kind of shit is what causes prices to go up. All of these things need to be addressed. Absolutely. So I thank all of you for your questions. Thank you everyone who sent them by email. I did get one question by voicemail. I am sorry. I am going to have to address your question in next show. For all those who are watching, please remember that this Wednesday, I will not go live for my show. We will not be doing a show. I'm taking a day off to go spend time with Mama Jinx, who will be arriving at the airport on Wednesday. I am so excited. My children are absolutely elated. They get to see Grandma. Everyone's excited. So I hope that you guys have a good rest of your week. I will see you most likely for a couple of offshoot live sessions where you get to meet Mama Jinx, maybe, maybe, and hopefully see you for my next live on Friday. Until next time, everyone, thank you again. You guys are absolutely wonderful. I can't imagine having a better crowd of folks to be my associates, my viewers, my followers, and my friends. Y'all take it easy, and thank you again.